Good morning to you, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on My Talk 1071 and live streaming on a device near you. I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me every single day when she's not threatening to leave us to open up a guinea pig farm, ladies and gentlemen, queen of the guineas, Alexis Thompson. And this is not Peru. No. They're just pets. We're not going to eat them. Yeah. Good morning, Fluffy. <laughs> oh, it's loud in there, isn't it? it Close is. the door. Good morning, Bob. <laughs> Good morning, Holly Roberts. Time to scoop those shavings. Woo! That's right. Hot. A lot of scooping. A lot of scooping. Good morning, all of you, on this uh, Friday, February 9th. Uh, Friday, February 9th, 2024. Welcome to the broadcast. Welcome to the day. Welcome to your life. Welcome to Chocolate Day. Welcome to International Winter Bike to Work Day. Mm. Welcome to Cut the TV Cord Day. Welcome to National Develop Alternative Vices Day. Holly, pick up a new vice today at okay, some point. Great. Okay, great. Uh, welcome to No One uh, Eats Alone Day. Welcome to National Toothache Day. Welcome to Pizza Pie Day. Welcome, oh, Holly, another one for you. Read in the Bathtub Day. Oh, great. Ready to uh-huh. go. Welcome to Inbox Day. And welcome to your coffee. Cheers, Lex. Cheers, Ah, Holly. mm. Here's to all of you. Cheers. Very nice. Mm. Ah, delicious. Refreshing, delicious. Mm. Doesn't give me a toothache. Makes you want to eat a pizza pie and then watch some uh, non-cable television. Cheers. Oh, cheers to that. What are you watching? Uh Me TV? TBS? Much, Basically uh, the classics? Nope. Car Chase Channel. Oh. oh, wait. Yeah. Car Chase Channel. Yeah. Or the 24 hour dine. Yeah, remember? Yeah. We do a, a occasional that, segment about no, it. No, no, I know, but I thought that was just like a seasonal thing. Oh, no, girl. There's enough of them to have a whole channel. Oh, yeah. Girl, it is all the time, my love. I wonder if you're watching the same one, just different angles. Um, no. Or the same handful. Di- <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh. No, girl. There are different news anchors. There are even different parts of, and let's be clear, they're mm. all in L.A. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're all in L.A. Lex I, was get, Lex, I was getting ready to say they're different cities. Yeah, no, right. Should, no, should no, we no, check no. in right now? Let's do it. And now let's go live to the 24-hour car chase channel on Pluto TV. Try to pursue them, or maybe they will try to bring this to an end. Right now, though, I can tell you, past the 57 freeway, eastbound 91, and we're still moving along at quite a good clip. This is a and motor. It really is yeah. interesting to see what uh, officers are. It sure is, anchor lady. Uh, <laughs> so this interesting. Is Lex, this is Anaheim, Holly. Lex, uh, this is oh. Anaheim, California. The sheriff's department is following a motorcycle, as my papa used to say. Yeah, they have, uh, they have different ways of handling things like this. So you can't. Re- I can't really quote any of their uh, official, you know, whatever their whatever their rule book or their playbook says. I can't. Uh, I can't officially say anything like that. I do know though that when when their watch commander or their higher up gets up on the radio and says discontinue that pursuit, I can guarantee you those officers they want to keep their jobs as well as anybody else, and they are going to discontinue that pursuit they're going to back off and they're going to drop back this motorcycle this was recorded in 2015 it's weaving in and out and in and out dangerously going between the cars i'll keep an eye on it lex if anything uh, yeah. changes i'll let you know <laughs> that was a live look at Fabulous. the 24-hour car chase channel on pluto tv there we go <laughs> we'll we'll dump in when necessary yeah mm-hmm. oh my goodness uh, 
What are you laughing at? I just think you've had quality entertainment, man. That can keep you going all night long. Girl, it's 24 hours. Yeah, and just how those reporters just keep spinning it. And, you know, it's just that would be so hard to cover. Right. Still rolling. Oh, it's the part about news I do not miss. Oh, yeah. And you're in a helicopter barf. Oh, I should say uh, he's reporting from Sky Nine. I should say that (laughs) Sky Nine on KCAL. KCAL. Man, you're risking your life. You are. You are. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Let's begin with this. What did we miss? We got a couple emails. Yes. And tweets, uh, X's. I'm not going to call them X's. What did we... (laughs) Messages. Yeah, we'll just say at large. All different ways. Did we miss something yesterday in Second Chance Romance? Okay, so Second Chance... Yes, we're finding love as we do. No. And, uh, well, yesterday was kind of a doozy. Mama's boy uh, through and through. Yeah. And we, at the very end, he was talking about... Oh, well... You know, I'll talk to my mom about, you know, getting involved. It, yeah, it was probably too much. And he said something like, she's downstairs and I'll replay it. And then we just completely jumped over that. <laughs> and, we did. And a lot of my talkers were like, wait a second. Did he just say mom is downstairs? <laughs> what? I missed that <laughs> last. Yeah. I saw the messages too and I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. What? Well, I heard it and then I was like, wait, did I, I had the same moment. Like, did I just hear that right? And then you guys didn't say anything. And then we kind of just jumped past it because it was just awkward at large, you know? Oh, well, yeah. But then <laughs> with the messages started coming in. So if you heard that, please, you are not going crazy. You did hear that. No. And you yes. Are not alone. <laughs> yeah. Downstairs. Hold the phone. Oh. We gotta <sighs> get that. Yeah, you can go back. Because yeah, it was at the tail end, and she was just like, "Look, you know, if, well, I guess should, I, should we spoil spoiler alert or well, yeah?" She's like, "I I'm moving on, basically the, the date or and then he says, "Oh, okay, well, I'm gonna play this for my mom because mom got super involved, sent a, a DM, said please don't break his heart." All of these things that just completely inappropriate after a first date. A date. And dude's Thank you, 34 years old. So yeah. something like, uh, yeah. I, Lex, <laughs> I can't believe. Well, I can believe. Uh, we are so in a like a coma in, the, in those things. <laughs> There's so much going on. We're like awakenings. Uh, we're just waiting for Robert De Niro to walk in. I mean, you know, <laughs> <Sorry>. we just... <laughs> Just Robin waiting. Williams to walk in. I mean, it's seriously, done. <laughs> we just want it to be done. Yes. I, I, I Well, I did hear, uh, and I played it. Well, let's play. I didn't hear that he was going to. I, he said that he's going to replay it for his mom, but that she wasn't downstairs. Oh, yeah. He said, oh, she's downstairs. I'll replay it. Oh. I'm pretty sure. I mean, here, now, let's, okay. let's drop the needle here. Okay. Here we go. Too much for me after a first date. And in the interest of being transparent, I went out with someone last weekend, and I'm really feeling that. So I think okay. I'm sorry, no, Sam. Yeah. Oh like a great right. guy, but I I got to move yeah. on. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. No, I'm, I'm so excited for you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> Sam, have a good day. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> You've sorry. been great. Just... No. Yep. At least you know. Yep. Right. Oh, I'm going to play this for my mom, and I'm going to tell her to stop. And I, I apologize again. Okay, you're a good guy, Sam. Yeah. Nothing to be. Yeah, yeah, it's not your fault. Thank exactly. you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. thanks, guys. Oh, and Lisa, earlier. we're still friends, right? <laughs> oh, for sure. Okay. 
Okay, bye, happier. guys. Okay. Oh, absolutely. We're going to Applebee's date night thing. Yeah, thanks. Enjoy the season. I bet she hung up. <laughs> oh, sh- girl, she was out. She was like, peace. Oh, peace. He must have said it earlier then. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's downstairs. Sorry, I should have. You know what? Thank you for finding that so quickly, Holly. I I just oh, um, Holly, you're I didn't know if you guys, we had mentioned. I, I thought you guys would have remembered too, and we could just laugh about it, and move on. Girl, but, did you really think we'd remember? Um, no. But <laughs> Alexis, yeah, it, it must have Alexis, happened before look at that. I, look at who you're talking to. I, look at the camera. I thought we were all just gonna go. Yeah, that's right. We just jumped you, right over it because it was so awkward. You are giving the two of us a lot of credit. <laughs> okay, I think I got the time code. Let's listen to okay. this. Okay. Here we go. Here's, uh, I think, when he reveals. He's like, yeah, it must have been earlier then. That his mom is like in a kennel or something downstairs. <laughs> yeah. it's a relationship with your parents, but like, I I don't know what to say. Like, I just feel like she didn't need to know, like, everything that happened on the date. Like, you're 34. I, I, I don't know. There's just something about, I don't know. Oh, no, I. I get it. Well, because my mom and I are really close, and I, I'm still hoping that you'd be open to go out again. And I'll talk to my mom. She's downstairs. Oh, Sam's there doing it is. Oh, right there. there Thank is. you, Paul. Thank you, Phil. <laughs> okay. She's downstairs. She's downstairs. I'll talk to my mom. She's downstairs. And then we just get. What do you mean she's downstairs in like a in like a Mrs. Bates kind of way? Is she putting the lotion in the basket? Oh. Oh. With those chicken bones, we just completely jumped. Like, wait, uh, we'll just. We'll just move thank on you, from Phil. that. I don't know. Oh. No, we you, didn't Phil. even. We didn't even acknowledge. <laughs> no, well, we I had were a double too, take. We were too clenched. I was too clenched. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Holly had her spray bottle out. She was spraying. Get back. No, <laughs> that, that whole scenario was already too clenched. <laughs> Maybe it was oh. my brain protecting itself. It was. It was. It wrapped itself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. <gasps> Okay. Yeah, we were well, just that having, There were a lot of things going on with that one. Oh, that there's we a were lot. Just, Lex, there's a lot. But um, anyway, I just yeah. wanted to acknowledge. Don't worry, my talkers who heard that you're not going crazy. And I'm. It's actually we funnier, are. It's actually yeah. funnier that you guys didn't hear it because. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, wait a second, double take. But then you know they just kept rolling, and oh my God. you know oh. I didn't want to like in case there was a chance. You oh, know he just said you. his mom was downstairs. You know like. That would have really, like, just put a kibosh on it for her, don't you think? It, it already was, uh, but... Yeah. I mean, extra kibosh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, anyway, well, there you go. There we go. Thank you for acknowledging that, my talkers. And, yeah, thanks, Phil, for the time code. Absolutely. Wow. Thank you, buddy. Thank right. you for finding Thank you for finding that. When we come back, it's Weekly Trivia Face-Off Friday. We're going to do a practice round when we return. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hopefully we won't lose control, or maybe hopefully we will. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning, right here on my talk. And whenever you want us, wherever where you want to be, like American Express in the 80s, at mytalk1071.com and on our app. I'm Jason Lex and Holly. It is uh, Friday, and that means weekly trivia face-off. Before we do a little practice round, uh, Holly, category and enemies for today. <laughs> it's Super Bowl halftime performances for our topic today, and your frenemies... Would be Score North's Declan and our own sports play by play announcer here at My Talk, Mike Ganger. Oh. oh. Oh, who says we're screwed? I think we are. Because Lex. he says that's my one of my specialties. Because at first I thought it was about the football, and I was like, yeah, we're screwed. No, we're not going to do about the football yeah. here. No. <laughs> Thanks, Holly. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then you, just, then you were like, it's the halftime shows. And I was like, oh, okay. I feel better. He's like, you're still screwed. Yep. We still are. Oh, you th- you think so, Audrey's? Possibly. Okay. Mike's really good. Yeah. I don't I don't know a lot about Declan, but yeah. Yeah. It's today, no. 830. Yep. But we're going to practice. By, we are. Right now, we're going to. Powered by Trivia Mafia, by the way. Go to Trivia Mafia socials for an event near you. Okay, Holly, let's do some practicing. Let's do (laughs) some practicing. All right, so I've got Super Bowl halftime performance trivia questions for you. Okay. And we're going to start with this first one. Now, the Super Bowl halftime show, you know, it took a little while to get off the ground. (laughs) There was up with people for a long time, marching bands. I think even Phyllis Diller was a Super Bowl halftime performer at one point. But the first pop act didn't get booked until 1991. Jason and Alexis, can you name that pop group? It was a group. Oh, I thought it was Diana Ross. Um, 91. Was it like a, a boy band? Oh my gosh! <laughs> um. Oh. Um. Uh, Menudo. Because oh, when was when did Michael Jackson? Oh, Michael was, Jackson was ninety three. Nine. Okay, so I mean, could he have been the first one? It's gonna Didn't anger me the minute I hear it. She did one. Was that before or after Michael Jackson? Should we just say Miami Sound Machine? Miami Sound Machine. Yeah. Final let's do answer. That. Uh, no. Was here, right? Okay. It was New Kids on the Block. It was oh. a boy band. It was a boy Damn band. It. And Joey. It was Don. here. In it was here. here. It was here. In our very own Super Bowl backyard. Oh, at the, oh man. At the Hubert H. Humphrey Metrodome. And you are right. Uh, Jason Diana Ross did perform at a Super Bowl halftime show. She did that in 1996. That's what it I thought. Was okay. Later. Yeah. Okay. So, and she came down on a helicopter. She it sure was, did. It was oh, a whole thing. Man. That was so cool. It was a whole thing. All right. Here's another question Ooh, for you guys. Okay. Now, uh, the theme of the 1992 halftime show was Winter Wonderland, and it featured Frosty the Snowman, and it also featured athletes 
non-football playing athletes, the only non-football playing athletes to perform at a Super Bowl halftime show. Can you tell me what sport they were participating in? Okay, it's a winter sport. Skiing. Gymnastics. Figure skating. Yes, figure skating. Final answer. Yes. Yes. Figure skating. It was uh, Brian Boitano and Dorothy Hamill. Of course it was. Wow. Skating on sheets of Teflon. Oh, God. (laughs) You've come a long way. You know what? We sure (laughs) have. We sure have. All right, here's another Super Bowl halftime show. Uh, Trivia question. We're warming up for WTF. And I'm telling you guys, these are probably going to be, these questions are more challenging than the other questions. Oh, really? So, yes, this is a a true warm-up. Okay. Now, during that halftime show we just talked about in 1992, there was counter-programming happening on another network. And that counter-programming during halftime drew 22 million viewers away from CBS's Super Bowl halftime show. Can you tell me the name of the show? Bonus also for the name of the network. Is that the Puppy Bowl? Is that too soon? When did that start? I would say, you know what I... Dogs pop in my mind. It's either the Puppy Bowl or is it like the Westminster Dog Show? Would they have done it that late? Or or would that be considered early? I don't know, girl. I'm mostly in, I feel like that's I've never raised like a champion dog. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm to give you is a there, hint. Is there animals involved, Holly? No. Oh, no animals. Okay. I'm going to give you a hint. Okay. Yeah. This show was a popular show already. And so this was a special halftime show edition of that show. Okay, and this is 92. 92. This is 92. Big shows in 92. Cheers? Or is that too late? No, Cheers would have ended. Cheers ended in 93. That would have been Cheers's. But that would be a big season, though, right? Because that would have been the 91, 92 season. That would have been their penultimate season. Oh, my God. I'm in a hurry. Thank goodness. Um, Okay. um, Okay. What's a big TV event? We, our time would have been February. up. I just want us to acknowledge that. Oh, yeah. Oh, January. Yes. A long time ago. Um, <laughs> ah! I don't know. A big show in like 92 ah. was like TGI, TGIF was big. Well, this is very of the moment. Very early 90s. That's my Arsen- final hint. Very okay. of the moment. Arsenio 92. Hall. I'm going to tell you what it is. Oh, yeah. yeah please. Sorry. Ahead. We're in living color. Oh, on Fox. on Fox, and they had men on football. Oh man! men on football. men on football. Oh my god! Drew 22 million viewers away wow. from the Super Bowl halftime show. All right, that is crazy. There wow. you go. There's your Super Bowl halftime show trivia. You guys are gonna nail it because those were really <laughs> oh, hard. Thanks, Hal. Yeah, that didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. That did not go well. That's but some fun like. facts, right? Those are uh, fun facts. That is that in living color fact is the funnest fact of all. I did not know that no. about my lovely network. Yeah, yeah. that twenty-two million turned away. That's huge. Well, well and, and, oh, I was going to say that the Super Bowl got wise with some counter programming the following year with the Super Bowl halftime show. They were like, nope, nope, not again. Not and again. Considering the network was only like six years old at that point, amazing. Wow. We'll be right back. 
got an email from Jennifer. She says Nick was amazing to work with from first phone call to my closing day. He was incredibly responsive, and I never had to wait for a reply to my many questions. Knowledgeable, patient, professional, and kind. Just an absolute wonderful experience. And Jennifer's talking about her mortgage experience. You don't necessarily hear that combined unless you're working with First Equity. David and the team, they can do it all. Conventional, FHA, VA, first-time home buyer. They're an independent mortgage broker, so you get that unmatched, personalized attention you need and deserve. This is a huge financial decision you're making, especially if you're buying your first home. You need a complete 101 course. They'll meet you where you are. They can also shop multiple lenders, which gives you as a buyer more options. So if you're thinking about buying your first home, shop for a mortgage before you shop for a home with First Equity, 763-251-8000. Or head to mytalk1071.com and type in keyword, David. Let me rock your back, oh, welcome back. Oh, I, I didn't. I was you were waiting jamming for, out. <laughs> I was waiting for, like, a, a, do we call it a donut? I was... <laughs> No, we're just rocking out. Yeah. I'm so right sorry. Into it. Why are you sorry? We were jamming. Yeah. I know. I, I thought the like an announcer would go, you know, and now back to I'm so sorry. Anyway, thanks Rocco for doing these. Those are those are great. Oh, they're fun. And it helps us with our trivia at 830. That was 2004, Jace. Oh, it was? In case there's a Janet Jackson, Timber, oh, Justin Timberlake question. That one I know. Okay. That one I'll have in the back of my uh, little mind. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I can help you on that one. But anyway. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis uh, in the morning. Coming up uh, in just a few seconds, a fiber project. A fiber project yes. from Alexis. And Holly, is this a just saying, Holly? Uh at six, uh, the Mount Everest. Should we categorize that as a, as a just saying possibly? Yeah, let's no? do that. Yeah, okay. that could be. Yeah, but first, uh, loose ends, Lex. Loose ends. Oh my gosh, this is such is a fantastic this? nonprofit that started in 2022, and I remember reading about this. But it's in the Star Tribune now because there's a local connection. There's people across the country and actually in other countries that are doing this. So basically. This is a an organization that started, say you have a loved one who was a fiber friend, knitter, crocheter, and I'm sure they could expand out to other crafts as well, but the, per, the two who started this focused on knitting and crocheting in the beginning, and, you know, it could, of course, morph into something else. But Loose Ends is a group of fiber friends who help families who have lost their loved ones who was who were mid project and they can't pick up the project and finish it themselves because they don't know how to do it or maybe they've tried and then just failed and just said look this is not for me but i want this project to be done because grandma was knitting or crocheting it and it would be fun to have it meant something right it'd be fun to have a finished project so they in the Star Tribune, they talked about a, a woman who actually they live close to each other, went on the Facebook page and she's like, I've tried to crochet and just it just is not working. And um, a gentleman saw that who was part of Loose Ends and said, hey, yeah, they connected them. And he finished the project, uh, which was a beautiful tablecloth. And now they've also become friends, too, because of this connection so it's community building and it also finishes these awesome projects to remember your loved ones who've passed away and they're mid-project isn't that so cool 
Lex, look, I understandably poke fun at you three, four, <laughs> five days of the week. Um, understandably, yes. With, with your crafting. Sure. Six days. Th- I even do it on Saturday sometimes. Eight days uh, a week. Maybe, yeah. Eight oh. days a week. Sometimes after I go to church on Sunday, I do. But um, <laughs> When you're eating brunch. That's right. Where are you worshiping? Uh, red cow. Um, yeah, it's my church. Anyway, run to red. Um, no, but this, <sighs> what a great right. idea. Like a need, you, you, what I'm sitting here thinking is a need that you don't even think about. Yeah. You know, how sweet is that? It is just beyond. And they're volunteer finishers. So if you are a crafty Mm. friend and you're going, oh, I would love to, this is such a great program, I'd love to help, go to looseendsproject.org and you can sign up there to be a finisher. There's more than 500 people just in Minnesota alone who have signed up to do this, which is just so awesome. And there's more than 60 countries that now do it. Thousands of projects completed or in the works. So that just feels really good. There's a lot of stuff. You know, I like to thrift. And so I'll go and, you know, look in the crafty aisle. And there's, I just feel really bad. I've actually bought some projects and have finished them because they're like three quarters of the way done. It's something, all the supplies are there. You just feel like, oh, someone spent so much time doing this. Yes. I'm going to finish it. And it's so called before you loose donate, ends, yes, it's called Loose Ends, looseendsproject.org. You can sign up either way to be a finisher or if you have a project that someone you loved started and you would like to, to see it completed, there's a whole you know way to do that. But you, yeah. you sign up online and they connect people. Holly, isn't this great? That's wonderful. Yeah. I, sign up. If you're a fiber yes. friend, go yeah. and do it right now. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And it, it's kind of this. like a, it feels like a puzzle too because like some of the projects that I've picked up, you have to, you know, you're looking back to see, okay, did they knit one and then mm-hmm. did they yarn over? Did they, you know, you're trying to also figure it out too if the pattern's not there. So that that can be kind of fun too if if you if you if you like that kind of thing. Yeah, and I'm at looseendproject.org, which I believe is their website, and it they've got all the instructions there. Yes, that yes. Org. Loose Ends Project. Yeah. Loose Ends. Okay. Yes. That's Loose what I Ends Project.org. Yeah. I didn't put the S. Yes. And that led me to a porn site. Oh, oh, yeah. hey. so, oh that yeah. could be a loose end. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, look at this. Yeah. Pretty cool. It, Lex, I'm sorry if you said this and I just, I, no, it, no. It, are they based here? No. No, okay, okay. I just um, want. I think Washington and Oregon friends who are avid knitters have they started it, and this is also really cool. Joanne Fabrics they have also. I guess you can donate when when you go there, and uh, when you know shopping roundup or they're they're yeah. donating, which is great. They're helping I with the initiative. Love this! What a fantastic idea! Yeah. Oh, that's good for a Friday. It'll put a smile right? on your face. Just feel good. You know what? That's an ab fablex. It Don't is. Don't you think that's an ab yeah, fab? Absolutely fabulous. Yeah. And now we go to another segment of just saying. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Time for just saying. You got something you want to say? Yeah, I do. Thank you. <laughs> this is a public sir. Look, this whole segment, guys, <laughs> it's going in the public file. 
It yeah. is. No, we had a wonderful project, the looseendsproject.org. Uh, now, this has to do with another, a flip side of loose ends. Uh oh. Look, y'all. Mm-hmm. If people at Mount Everest can bring poop bags and clean up after themselves, so can you after your dog walking around in the neighborhood. Uh, Amen. 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 And I say this because there's a new initiative at Mount Everest Base Camp Mm. where people climbing Mount Everest will now have to clean up their own poo when they're climbing the mountain and bringing it back to base camp to be disposed of. So when you are going to the summit of Mount Everest and you have to take a dump. Yep. Because it happens. It, it happens. You're moving. Happens. Uh-huh. When you have your own loose ends there, you have to put it in a doggy bag and you have to bring it back with you back to base camp. Look, one of the Sherpas said our mountains have begun to stink. Ew. Because people are pooing up all up on Mount Everest. Ew. Okay. And bringing this back down to earth, quite Ew. literally. Yeah. If they can do that, you can do that. That's what I'm saying. I'm right? just saying that. We're just saying. Uh, now, uh, so, uh, one of the people uh, who's kind of in charge of Mount Everest said, we're getting complaints that human stools are visible on rocks. Ew. And some climbers are getting sick. And it's not no. acceptable. And it erodes our image. Yeah. Now, climbers attempting Mount Everest and some of the nearby mountains are going to be ordered to buy poo bags at base camp. Good. And you're going to be checked for turds when you come back. What? Yeah, because if you don't have any, you're yeah. lying. You've done it up on the on the, the cliff there. Thank you. And um, yeah, you got to go back and get <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> You got to go back and retrieve your turds. Yeah. Yeah. Because now when you're climbing Mount Everest, apparently most climbers and their support staff dig holes. But the higher up you go on Mount Everest, some locations have less snow. So you have to just do it out in the open. And very few people bring poo bags. Well, now you got to make it part of the culture. You got to make it part of the culture. And it sounds like that's what they're doing. Exactly. And some people are just calling Mount Everest an open toilet at this point. Ew. I never thought about that. Oh, there's uh, poo. There's all those dead bodies up there at Mount Everest. Why are people like this? I'm sorry. I know it's a broader question that we here and Jason and Alexis in the morning cannot solve. But if your leader is digging a hole and pooping in a hole, then you're going to poop in a hole, too. Yeah. But also. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm sorry, Holly. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I, I, I. I'm just bringing it again back down here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On 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 non-mountain land. If they can do it. Oh, absolutely. If they can do it. That's what I'm saying. You in the North Loop can do it. Please. Please. And if you're worried about carrying bags of your poop around, I guess the bags that you get at these camps have like powder in it that take away the smell. Yeah, it and helps solidify it. Yeah, it's like a a lot a lie kind of chemical compound yes, because they know what they're doing. You're yeah. carrying your poo bags around for a week, but look, if you're climbing Mount Everest, that's just part of the deal. Yeah. Now apparently, uh, now that people are pooing in bags, they get about eight thousand poo bags from the United States alone right. from folks from the United States who were climbing Mount Everest. Great. Yeah. 
That's great. Um, you know, yeah. Oof. So there we go. Whether you're on a mountain or you're on the sidewalks of Hennepin and Fifth. And your furry friends. Mm-hmm. Please bring a bag, right? Pick Holly, is that what we've learned today? That's what we've learned today. Yeah, just always carry a poo bag on you. I feel like that is a very MacGyver move, and we all should just be carrying a couple poo bags with us yeah! at all They're times. small. There's those little little rolls there. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Just get one of those little rolls. Yeah. You got so this. You People might save the day. Double bag it if you need to. Uh-huh. People are lazy. That's what it comes down to. Uh, when we return... I finally tried a classic show. Finally. After 20 years. That's And I'm not making up that date. After 20 years, I tried a show. I think Holly will be interested in this. And then I'm interested in what Alexis has to offer. And that's a leak from Drake. <laughs> Doing commercials right now for Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Well, they've always, it's always been fun and easy. It's really easy now because... I am so excited about Red Cow's new salads. I know, I keep telling you, but you need to have them. Uh, Hi, it's Jace for my friends at Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Get thee to Red Cow, no matter which one. Wyzetta, uh, North Loop, that's my hangout. The kale salad, and they have a cob too, but the kale salad, I now eat probably once a week. I add some protein, you can get some chicken. I add their new, another new item, their crispy shrimp appetizer. It is a crispy shrimp with a peanut dragon sauce kind of thing going on and a dipping sauce. Oh, you put that crispy shrimp on top of the kale salad that already has a peanut vinaigrette. Oh, my goodness. I'm thinking about it now and I want it for lunch. So this weekend, grab your friends. You can do happy hour there, too. It's not on happy hour menu, but run to red. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning. A message from our sponsor. From, like, the 70s or 80s. The name of the game is Ball Buster. It's a family game. Fun for children. And for adults, it's exciting. Make strategic offensive and defensive moves. Then try to bust your opponent's balls. It's as easy as checkers. But exacting like pool. You're a ball buster. Ball buster. A great new game from Mego. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. This portion of Jason and Alexis in the morning sponsored by Alexis's favorite game, Ball Buster. Right, Lex? That's right. Yes. I don't even know that game, but I play it in real life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I've been looking for that game, though, and I haven't been able to find it. I know. I know you have. Anyone who knows of where to find a Ball Buster game, please let me know. Please let Lex know. Mm Mm-hmm. I finally we need to play uh, that. Yeah. Uh, coming up, Alexis has an internet leak that we should all be interested in, but I'll, <laughs> I'll be quick on this. Uh, I finally tried, I, I've dipped into a little bit of it maybe four years ago, but I finally, for the, I, I know this is shocking, for the first time in 20 years, I watched a full episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. All right, Jason. 
as it enters its final season. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Better late than never. Uh, yeah, I had never, ever watched it before. And anyone, like several friends that know me really well and know my humor were shocked by that because they're like, Jason, this seems like it's right up your alley. Uh, well, they were right. Yeah. I watched one episode. You're I in. Went, I went to executive producer Jeff, who loves it. And really, Jeff is Larry David. But And <laughs> then I went to a vulture list of the essential uh, episodes. Oh, and smart. I, and every, well, not every, most of the lists that I looked at all named this episode number one. And that's from, I believe, season eight. It's called Palestinian Chicken. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Is that the one you watched, or did you start at the beginning, Jace? No, that's the one I watched. Oh, you, oh okay. yeah. You don't need. To, you can just drop the needle on many Curb Your Enthusiasm episodes. Now there usually is an overarching uh, narrative over the season, but you could just drop the needle. Yeah, I did, Lex. So I'm glad that you you pointed that out. I did drop the needle. I I have a passing knowledge of what this is about, but I don't really know. I really really enjoyed it. Um it is my humor. I love Larry. I love the situations that they get themselves into in this particular episode. Um well it was interesting in light of what's happening right now in the world, but um it was just I now know, well, I don't know. I shouldn't say I know. I haven't watched the rest of the episodes, but I can see why this is a chart topper uh, because Larry's, this, the episode's really good. Um, so I, I can't wait to go back and watch more. Yeah. I enjoyed Curb Your Enthusiasm. Love. Good. Good. Yeah. Good. I started from the beginning, but I've, you know, I need to go back to it because I, I haven't even finished season one. I know I love it, but I just, yeah, because it's hard for us to talk about it. Yep. You know, individual episodes. I mean, especially if, if there's specific ones to watch, like you did, which uh, that was really smart. Um, but yeah, it's a good reminder. I just went to a, yeah, I went to a list, and then Jeff backed up that list. He goes, "Yep, season eight, episode three. Watch Palestinian Chicken." <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. that's what it's called. Yeah, Curb Your Enthusiasm <laughs> at my house is a Sunday morning story. So Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh. That means so my husband likes to watch shows on repeat on Sunday mornings when he gets up and curb your enthusiasm is one of them. So it's kind of on a constant loop. Yeah. So I, I mean, I love the I've loved the show from the get go. I love Larry David. I think he's a comedic genius. I love Seinfeld, all this stuff. And you're right. Alexis curb your enthusiasm is kind of hard to talk about because yeah. there are so many different narrative threads and then you yeah. don't want to give it away because the thing with curb your enthusiasm is there's always something at the very, very end and you don't yes. want to spoil yes. that landing because it all comes together. All the threads weave together from the episode and part of the joy of watching Curb Your Enthusiasm is seeing how they're crafted and weaved together. Yeah. Oh, God. Like this one, this particular episode, there's a character that um, says LOL a lot. And I don't want to say anything else, but it's driving somebody else crazy. But then they connect that to the overall plot. And they want Larry to tell the person to stop saying, <laughs> stop saying LOL every time that she finds something funny. And, Oh, God, it's just so good. 
Yeah. So thank you to Holly. Thank you to Jeff for bringing it back up. And, and Jeff really kind of was pushed me to watch it. And I'm like, oh, I'm glad that I did. I think it's just going to be one of those shows I do. I call them pacers when I need like a quick half hour of something um, or I'm waiting for a show to come on. I'll pop probably curb on. You can watch all 20 or no. How many seasons? Not 20 seasons, but it's been 20 years. Yeah. Are there 20 seasons? No, no. There's no, a, no. This is season 12 or 13 new episodes okay. on Sundays. Now I check Max because it might drop on Friday today as counter programming to the Super Bowl. Because True Detective Night Country, the new episode, remember, is today. out today. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lexus, <laughs> thank you for that, Lexus. I'm just thinking, I just remembered, it's, it's Friday. No, <laughs> well, I'm just thinking, uh, yeah, we're going to watch that right away, aren't we, guys? Yes. Yes. Yes, you're like, yes, it's Friday. Larry. Look at that frozen death. Oh. <laughs> we got new last True week's Detective. episode was so good. Oh. If it's anything like last week's episode. And we're just barreling toward the finale, so it has to be, has to be getting even better. Yeah, well, this oh. is penultimate, isn't it? Is it? I think so, Five Lex. Of six. I think it is. Yeah. <gasps> Ooh. When we come back, um, a certain video leaked on the internet. And let's just say it's large and in charge. <laughs> And that Alexa. person has commented on it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that as the second hour begins. A big way to start hour two next. Ooh, everything. Beautiful bathrooms at Rebath. Rebath.com. You will see some amazing after pictures. The before. Woo, baby. They needed help. And I'm so glad they went to Rebath because, you know, that's where it's a one-stop shop. They can help you with all your bathroom remodeling needs. If you just need to change your tub to a shower or if you need some accessibility features or if you need a complete bathroom re-gut, redo like we did, Rebath, they've got you. And what's so wonderful is if you go to Rebath.com, not only will you see those great pictures, but you can sign up to have a designer come to you and they'll bring the hundreds of options available to you. It and bring the showroom basically to you. They'll look at your space, they'll look at your aesthetic, they'll look at your budget and come up with a beautiful design. Now that part's free. They just want to show you what they can do. Of course, if you go with them and when you call to, or when you sign up, make sure you mention me or my talk. $1,500 off a complete bathroom remodel at rebath.com or stop into their showroom in Apple Valley on Galaxy Avenue.